feel like the Lord would have us to preach just for a little while. And as um, <clears throat> I felt uh, so good today uh, uh, reading and studying um, because I felt like I was in the will of God and uh, that makes it much better. And uh, so, um, like I say, um, we, uh, we certainly appreciate you obeying the Lord. I probably will cut some of the verses just a little bit shorter to spare some time because when I got to studying this, and as the Lord spoke to me the other day listening to a preacher preach, and he wasn't preaching on this, but he mentioned one little thing in his preaching about this. This was on the radio. I heard a man preaching. And uh, it just, uh, I mean, it hit, it hit home, and uh, I liked it. And, uh, but uh, in Exodus chapter 33, we find that the Lord has, is giving uh, Moses uh, instructions on getting ready to, to march out and to do and to move and uh, to uh, go with him. says he'd send the angel of the Lord with him. And uh, um, in this, I was aiming to read uh, from verse 1 all the way through verse 23 because there's such a good reading, and I'll not read it, but I'll, I'd like for you to uh, read it when you get home or tomorrow. Read the, first, the whole chapter and read what the Lord was saying here uh, about some things. And uh, the Lord was going to destroy uh, the children of Israel here. He was going to speak to them, but he said, I can't speak to them in the condition that they're in. He goes down to verse 6 and he says, And the children of Israel stripped themselves of their ornaments by Mount Horeb and study upon what they took off before God would even listen to them. <laughs> Amen. I mean, they got rid of all the ornaments. Listen to that now. This will build and find a foundation for the reason we believe some things that we believe is when they had to strip the ornaments off to stand in the presence of God and take it off. All right, but that's not what we preach. But uh, that's good to read. Verse 16, For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, and I and thy people from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, Thou cannot see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock. And it shall come to pass while I put my glory, uh, while my glory passeth by, that I will put thee in a cleft of the rock, and I will cover thee with my hand while I pass by, and I will make, uh, take away mine hand, and thou shalt see my back parts, but my, uh, but my face shall not be seen. Now, uh, what I want to preach here, by the help of the Lord, is uh, in verse uh, uh, 20, I believe it's here, uh, 20... Uh, one. Um, and uh, he said, And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock. And I want to preach just for a little while about that place God's got for us. Amen. 
You see, here, here was the leader of the children of Israel, called of God. But even in his closest relationship, before he could not stand in the presence of God Almighty and look him one-on-one. -on -one. But he said, because if you should see my face, you can't live. But he said, I have a place fixed for you beside me. Amen. I'm glad tonight that it ain't a hundred mile away. I'm glad tonight what God's got fixed for every one of us is not so far that it's going to take us two or three days to get there either. It's not something we'll have to take a vacation to figure out and route which way we should go. But God said, I got a place fixed right beside of me for you. Amen. And we'd like to preach just a little bit by, for, with that. And uh, have you ever heard the quote, something similar to this? I'm bad on quotes. It says, there's a place for everything and everything has its place. You ever heard something like that? There's a place for everything and everything has its place. Or everything in its place. And you know one of the worst feelings to feel, you ever felt out of place anywhere? <laughs> Man, that's a bad feeling. That's a bad feeling to feel out of place. I mean to feel completely out of place. As old saying is, feel like a fish uh, on land and out of water. Just feel plumb awful. The other day as we were up at uh, Harrisonburg at James Madison University, they, they were having uh, all the things of a day and the things of a night. And so they uh, uh, said uh, 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 on the room uh, floor five, everybody come up. Well, you know, I, I didn't really know what to expect, and I didn't want to be, uh, well, you know, you just don't know till you go and see. I stepped off the elevator, and it didn't take me about two steps to feel plumb out of place. There was stuff burning my eyes. It was so foggy you couldn't hardly see. People holding little glasses. People holding beer cans. And people in the dark. People sort of standing around. And all of these supposed to be professional people, you see. But they, they had a relaxed time. And, and uh, Way Kester fell out of place. Now, some said, I went and got me a Coke. I know some men with me doesn't drink. They, they said, we just went and got us a Coke and a few hors d'oeuvres and... We just sort of mingled a little bit, and then we slipped out. Well, I didn't stay long enough to get no Coke, and I didn't stay long enough to get no hors d'oeuvres. You know why? I felt out of place. Glory to God. And I'm so glad that there's a, there was a place for me when God, when the world had their place, when they were having their party, when they were having their big time and their uh, carousing around. But God had a place fixed for me. Just like he did Moses said, I have a place beside me. But do you know what? If we never find that place, we may go a long time feeling out of place. You know what? God don't like for us to feel out of place, but he wants us to find our place. Amen. He wants us to. So we, we look down here in uh, Exodus chapter, um, uh, chapter 21. And I'm, I wrote some verses down here, and I'm just going to read portions of the verses. And he said here in chapter 21 and verse 13, a portion of the Scripture says, I will appoint thee a place whither uh, he shall flee. Well, it looked like somebody was after somebody. looked like they didn't know where to go and what to do. But he said, I have a place fixed for you that ye can run to. Aren't you glad tonight when the things of life and the problems of life and the storms come upon us that he says, hey, wait just a minute. i got a place over here. Come around stand right here. Stand by me. How many of you ever took your children 
and maybe walked up on a dog or a cow or something and said, hey, get right behind me right here. Just, just stay close to the fence, but walk right behind me. But Pete done that a lot of times out hunting, haven't we? Said, hey, stand right here behind me. Just sort of walk with me, and, and, I, and we'll see if we can get through. Don't do nothing strange, but, you, but stay right here in your place. Glory to God. There's, a, there's times that we're not careful. We'll get ahead of God, and when we do, we get ourselves in trouble because we ain't in our place. Hallelujah. But there's a place. God said, hey, now, Moses, I've got a place over here for you. You come right here, and when, when everything is done and said, you're going to still live. Hallelujah. But if we get out of our place, now we don't know what in the world can happen. We don't know what might come our way, but it's important to find our place in God. Amen. So he says, I'll point thee a place where you flee. Got a place to go, place to run to, place to hide, place for security, place for safety, place to, where the enemy can't get in. Isn't that good? Deuteronomy 1 and 33. Who went the way before you to search you out a place to pitch your tents in, in fire by night to show you by what ways you should go and in the cloud by day? Uh, he was talking here about the children of Israel. He said, hey, I, I went before you. And I fixed the place for you. He said, I, I showed you where you ought to set your tent. There's people been going to church for years, ain't never figured out where they set their tent. There's people just bouncing from one church to another church and ain't never figured out where God wants them to drive down the stake. I don't believe uh, that people really searching hard enough and looking hard enough. By that time, they ought to have found a place to put their tent because God said, I went before you and I showed you where to put your tent. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. What's, uh, uh, you remember the, the story in the uh, uh, things about gypsies. They were, they never really had permanent dwellings. You know, gypsies were sort of, uh, uh, people, Bobby just sort of roamed around the country and pitched their wagon and their, their little uh, place here and a little place there. And they're still gypsies. And, and I'm going to tell you what, God don't like gypsy Christians. I'm talking about spiritually speaking. But he wants people to find them a church to go to. I'm going to tell you one thing. You can't be a member of a half a dozen churches. God has intended for you to be a member of one church. It's good to visit. It's good to, to go. And I go to a bunch of them. But I'm a member of Buckeye Hollow Church. That's right. I, my tent is pitched up right here. I feel like my stakes has grown down pretty deep. Hallelujah. Uh, the devil's tried to run me off a few times, but I tell you what, he ain't never been able to cut the cords. He ain't never been able to pull up the stake. And I tell you what, I've got enough in me. Unless it's God tells me to go, I ain't going nowhere. Hallelujah. Glory. Praise the Lord. You know why? He said, I showed you where to pitch a tent. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. How many glad tonight God showed you where to put your tent at? That's right. Put your tent out. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. And you know what? I, 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 um, I feel like tonight that uh, wherever my tent's at, that's where me and Carol needs to be. You want hardships? Try to get, get a two-room tent. We've got one. <laughs> got a divider in it, you know, a real one. But I'll tell you what. When you make your tent and God directs your tent. The Bible said when we become married, we become what? Two, three. Oh, come on now. No, come on. What does it say? One. Well, my goodness. We pitch our tent together. 
Remember Brother George Davis talking such a beautiful life him and his wife has had and the things and how God had blessed them. You remember how it was? He said, we joined forces. We came together, glory to God. All right. So he said, I, I've showed them where to pitch your tent. Praise the Lord. I read a story one time about some people that just sort of roamed from church to church. And uh, it, it said that the pastor said, I was glad to see him come and I was glad to see him go every time. <laughs> Amen. Every time. It sounded like, Jim, that they'd pitch your tent when the church was high here, but when the church got to pull it and the church got low and the church really needed to put on the steam, church need to get in the harness and pull what they was having to pull it seemed like they wasn't willing to get in the harness but they wanted to run off somewhere go some other church get out of the pool i tell you what god ain't got no use for nobody that won't pull alone you can shout all you want to shout you can run the aisle scream hoop and holler but when the load time comes and the pulling time comes if you won't get in the harness and pull you ain't no use to god me neither because there's a place for me and there's a place for you. Praise the Lord. And Revelation 12 and portion of verse 6. And he's talking here. And he says, And the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared by God. Hallelujah. I'm glad tonight, Brother Pete, that every place that is ain't prepared by God, but I know ones that are, and I can tell a difference when I get to the place that God meant for me to get. And I'm going to tell you tonight, I told Brother J.C., coming to church, believe it's him, I said, if I live till, till uh, the 21st of, of next month, I said, man, I'm going to celebrate. I am, Brother Pete. I, I don't know, I don't even know what 21st is. Somebody look it up and find out what 21st September it is. I may just uh, stay out of work, take a sick day, and celebrate. Huh? It may be a Saturday. God may have fixed it. Well, I don't have to stay out of work. But I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to have me a good time if the Lord lets me live. You know why? Because the devil told me on September 21st of last year, said, uh, your place has come to an end. <laughs> Amen. He told me I never see spring. He told me I never see the summer. And he told me a bunch of things. But I feel like tonight when things got too rough, God said, wait, I got a place fixed over here for you. Hallelujah. And I'm so glad through prayer and supplication that I found that place there. Amen. It, on a Tuesday. Well, I'm going to still celebrate on Tuesday. I may carry it to Saturday before or maybe to Saturday after. I don't know which one, but I'm going to celebrate. If God lets me live, I'm going to celebrate. I've got something to celebrate about, Brother Dewey Chapman. I've got something because I found that place God had fixed for me. But let's go on. Amen. We look down here, and uh, it says, Ephesians 6 and 13, uh, he goes, he said, having done all to stand. Having done all, stand. Well, what do you mean, God? He said, boy, when you've done all, to stand. When you don't know which way to turn, and you don't know which way to run, you don't know whether to cry or laugh. You don't know whether to jump or whatever. He said, there's a place for you. Just stand right in that place. I'll be by there after a while. Glory to God. I'll come by if you'll stand and wait on me. He's like a, it's like a taxi. You stand on a street corner long enough in New York City. There's going to be a taxi come by after a while. And if you get to where you don't know what to do, which way to turn, stand and God will come by after a while. Praise the Lord. 
Exodus 14 13. He said, Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Moses speaking unto the children of Israel. And he said, Here, he said to stand. Just stand. Amen. Let me go back to what we was reading here. And I want to pick up a few more words out of this verse here about that place for you and I. He, he, he says here in uh, verse 22, I want to read some things here. He's then told them here in verse 21, he said, There's a place by me that thou shalt stand, and it's up on a rock. It's not up on sinking sands. It's not somewhere in the middle of a desert. But he said there is a, uh, a stable place for you. That's what he's talking about. He said there is a secure place for you. There's something that need, nothing can shake it apart. There ain't no earthquake. There ain't no problems in the life. There ain't light to come or, or whatever we've been through that can shake this rock that we stand on. The Bible said, Upon this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Man, that's a, besides God, that's the lead, one of the leading forces that's in the world today is the gates of hell and the powers of the enemy. But he said, Upon this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against this. Because he said, There's a place by me. Stands you up on the rock. Amen. But in this verse 22, he says, And it shall come to pass while my glory passeth by. And by, by the help of the Lord, and, and you all help bind this Bible, it's enlightened me on a lot on scriptures. Thank you for the Bible. It, it's one of the best study Bibles that I've ever come across. And it's really helped me out a lot, Brother Pete. But as I was reading here, and by the help of this Bible, and the Spirit of God directing me, this little phrase here, when it, when it passeth by. And according to what I read upon this, this is what it says. I didn't think it's up. This is what it says. It's the movement of something while another is stationary. <laughs> Amen. That's what passeth by meant right here. It said there was something a moving and there was something standing still. There was two things. And it took us. He said here, he said, now I got a place by me that you're going to stand upon a rock. But he said, when I pass it by, there was something going to come by his way. Hallelujah. I'm so glad tonight that there's something come by our way tonight in this service. When he passes by me. Hallelujah. Glory to God, Brother Pete. I want to be stationary and feel him when he comes by. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't know if you're a feeling why I'm a feeling. But I feel that stationary. And I feel the breeze of blowing. I feel him coming by me tonight. Glory to God. That place for us in God. Amen. So when this thing is moving, we need to find our place by Him. Amen. Every service we go to, there's a place in that service for us. That's right. Uh, I'm not preached every service I went to. I went to more that I didn't preach than I did preach. But I found my place. I found me a place. And a lot of times it was set listening. It was set praying for those others. It was just set there doing whatever I could to, for, for the benefit, benefit of the service. But I found my place there. Because after a while, he's going to pass it by me. He's going to come by. But you know, it's hard sometimes for God to catch up with some people. They don't stay long enough in one place. They don't stay spiritually minded long enough for God to ever do them any good. They get them moving and roaming around and, and not paying any attention to God when God just right then.
about to come by their way. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know what the devil's job is, don't you? Get you moved right before God comes by. And when I'm talking about moving, I ain't talking about staying out of church either. I'm talking about we can be in a church service. And God be right ready to work great in our midst. If we're not careful, we'll get plumb out of our place. Moving around somewhere. Something, I, I don't talk about physically moving. Move with our mind. Move with our spirit. When God comes by, we don't even recognize he ever come by our way. You know why? We're not in a place. Because he said when he passeth by, there must be one stationary. And that means there's one not moving. Matter of fact, can you tell me on the day of Pentecost how, what happened that day? What happened that day? The Bible said something, something like this. They were in one place, in one accord. And when they sitting, they were waiting for the powers as promised them from the Lord. Now, in a sense, they were stationary. But the Bible said, and there came a sound, suddenly came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind. Here he comes. Here he comes. We're waiting on him. I tell you what, that's what happened to them down there. They got to standing and waiting for the promise of God. They tarried, hallelujah. They tarried and waited for God. But the spirit of tarrying uh, for the Lord and waiting on God has just about gone out of churches. People's too. And we live in such a quick society, in an instant society. It don't take but two or three minutes. You can have a meal and a microwave and gone and, and ate it up just about. And we sometimes just want like microwave religion. We sometimes want it so instant we don't, have, we don't have patience enough to wait on the Lord for when he passeth by us. Amen. When we get out of our place and we can't find that place, we, we, we can miss a lot. Of, somebody can go to church. They say, man, wasn't that good service like that? Well, wasn't that, I, I felt so good last night. And this other person can think in their mind, well, I didn't see nothing special about it. I didn't see nothing great about the service. You know what? You're exactly right. You didn't see it. And that's a trouble with it. We didn't see it. It wasn't where we could see it. But for that that was there, stationary, waiting for the Lord to pass by, they got in, they got what they wanted from God, got what they needed from God, got what God wanted to have, and they left the church feeling, God's been by this place tonight. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I feel saved from head to toe. That's right. Praise the Lord. Somebody anointed my guitar case tonight in this service. Sometime, though. Somebody did. I looked down there and there's oil all over the top of my guitar case. I looked over at Danny and said, Danny, you got oil on top of your case? He said, no. I said, well, boy, somebody give mine a good dose. I don't know if that's what's causing me to feel what I'm feeling, but I was a feeling before I got to church. That's right, but I tell you what, appreciate whoever done it. I, I, I thank you for your considerations and, and what, what you're wanting God to do. Amen. So here, he said there's a, a place by him, a place by me when I pass it by. All right, the next thing here, it says, that I will put thee in a cleft of the rock, will cover thee with my hand. While I pass by. Amen. I'm going to tell you what. 
we may have felt like we have felt as great a charge of the Holy Ghost as we could ever feel. Uh-uh. God just put his hand over us, keeping destroying us. That's right. We just got a little dose of it. We just got what leaked through his fingers. We got just a little bit. We ain't able to contain all the glory of God in, with, with, this, uh, with this physical body. This body won't hold up to what God can do for it. This body will not be able to stand under the complete glory of God. He said, I put my hand over you, Moses, so when I come by, that it won't destroy you. Hallelujah. There's too much carnality in the human flesh for the whole uh, glory of God to be revealed upon it at one time. That's right. Praise the Lord. He says here, this is the next words I want to preach about. We'll put, amen, we'll put. He said, I will put. That means to place in a location. Amen. I will put. Amen. I will put it. Amen. So he says here, he said, I will put thee. In other words, Moses. Come right on me, boy. I'm going to put you somewhere. And when I come by, you're going to be all right. Amen. I'm going to put you in the cleft of the rock. And I'm going to put my hand over you. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to locate you. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to be the one to put you there. You don't have to worry about getting there altogether. But if you'll just be yielding, Moses, and, and, and sort of just let, let yourself be subject to me, I will take you and I will put you, I will locate you, I will place you where you needed to be placed. Hallelujah. Sometimes we get to interfering with God's plan. We want to place ourselves where, where we want to be placed and God can't hardly catch up with us long enough to get us in places where we need to be placed. Amen. Let's go back to what I said. You ever felt out of place? You ever felt? Don't, don't raise no hands on this one. You ever felt out of place in church? If you are, or if you have, or if you ever will feel, I want you to consider something, and I will consider this. Have I, or have we, or did we, let God put us in a place? Amen. If God don't put us in the place, we will be failures and not successes for God. That's right. It's so important that God places us there. It was so important that God put Moses where he needed to place Moses. Rather than Moses saying, I know where the cleft's at. I'll just run over and get in myself. That wasn't the way God had it fixed. God said, hey, I will put you. I will locate you. You know, uh, Moses may have got too high in the cleft of the rock. He could have got too low in the cleft of the rock. But God said, I will locate you exactly where you need to be. You talk about a man. You're talking about a, a God knows location. My, my. He, he hits the spot every time, Jim. <laughs> he ain't like us with them old muzzleloaders sometimes. Hit pretty good sometimes. Sometimes looks like we never shot one of them before. But God knows location, and he can place us.
verse 1. He, it says it like this. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was the, of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, turn thee eastward, hide thyself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan, and it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded uh, and the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and dwelt by the brook of Cherith that is before Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. You know what was happening here? Man of God was having a lot of trouble. He'd stirred up a lot of trouble by the word of God, and the people was after him, and the people was out to destroy him. And then God said, hey, don't you worry about a thing. I have a place fixed for you. The devil's after us tonight. But I'm going to tell you what, if we'll listen to God, God's got a place by a brook. Hallelujah. God's got a place to sustain us, to keep us till an appointed time. Hallelujah. Here was a man of God. Great preacher, yes, he was. Here was a man of God, Jim, that uh, took on a whole nation of people by himself, by the word of God. And God said, don't you worry. I've got a place fixed for this for you. No, Jim, you remember going in them embassy suites there in Richmond? You know, all that glass and all that shiny stuff and that marble and everything. We went, that's a pretty building, wasn't it? I mean, here's like going outdoors inside. A creek run right through the middle of the building, didn't it? Right through the middle of the building. Trees growing up in the middle of the building. I mean, looked like a jungle growing up through the middle of the building. But my, it was pretty. But he didn't say unto him, I've got embassy suites for you. I've got a place uh, uh, down in Florida for you. I've got a place of, uh, uh, of great vacation for you. But he said, I just got to come here. i got something for you to do. I don't know where they got their bread. I don't know where they got their flesh. But my God fixed it for them to bring it to them tonight. It may look like it's impossible for God to fix a place for us. But if we'll listen to God, God's got a place fixed somewhere for us. Amen. And I'm so glad that I've found those places from time to time. I'm glad that there's been some times that he brought me bread and flesh in the morning. I'm glad, Brother Dewey, that when evening time come and seem like, you know, things wear off it's after a little while. You know, it's like the new on a car. The shiny wears off after a little while, after you get about 10 or 12 payments under your belt. It's not near as shiny as it used to be. But here, can I tell you one thing? He looked down there and he said, there's a place for you. I'll feed you in the morning. And I'm not going to let you go hungry in the evening. I'll send them back that evening. And when you get through eating and eating, says the brook is clean enough. You can drink by this brook. You can drink out of this brook. You know why? Because God had a place over there for him. God was protecting him. There wasn't enough kings and devils in this world to get beyond that brook. There wasn't enough devils in hell to get where this man of God was. You know why? Because God had put him over there. God found the place for him. God located him. He said, I will put thee. Amen. I will put thee. Let's go back over here real quick. Amen. Zechariah 3, verse 7. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, If thou wilt walk in my ways, and if thou wilt keep my charge, then thou shalt... Also judge my house and shall also keep my courts. I will give thee places to walk among thee 
that stand by thee. Hallelujah. <laughs> he said, if you do your part, you take care of the house, and you take care of the courts, and you do all the things you need to do, he says, I'll give you a place to walk by them. What did the scriptures tell us in the New Testament? He gave us power to tread what upon what? Serpents and scorpions walk right over top of them. <laughs> Amen. Was it, uh, was it uh, uh, David said, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies? You know what he said? I'm giving you a place to walk. Amen. I'll tell you one thing. If you ain't never been to a prison and, uh, or been to a, a place of corrections like that, uh, you know up there where they were at and in the Marine, just, hey, I'll tell you what. Marine, just the Marine jailhouse is, is pretty confinement. I'm talking about just the jailhouse by itself. You got about seven little rooms located on a wall here. Seven rooms. And you got about as much space from here to this wall. And, and the distance across here was seven little old slots in it. And they just pace. Take seven men in the area that big. How many of us is here? Two, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, I bet y'all standing with me. I want you to remember, look at something here. Let's line out across here. Here they are, seven of them. Could y'all imagine from here to there, seven of us living 24 hours a day, nowhere to go, walk back and forth, getting in each other's way. Well, excuse me, let me buy here. Over here, you can't, nothing to work on, really. Gnarly no place to sit, nothing to do. Just sort of sit around in there. You know what? It was a very confined place for them, Jim, to everyone that gets there. But I find the Bible says that I've set you in a what? A large place. Spread out. Boys, this thing's getting bigger. We ain't in no jailhouse now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said, I set you in a large place. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't know about you tonight, but I feel like God has set me in a large place. Hallelujah. I ain't in no little cell block somewhere. I'm in the back of the church. Hallelujah. Because God has enlarged our habitation. Glory to God, Brother Dewey Chapman. Man, stand up. Stand up, would you? God, hallelujah. Let's lift our hands and worship the Lord. If you're glad for the place God has sent you tonight, glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Boys, that can come up on me suddenly. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's right. I didn't have that in my notes. <laughs> Woo! I didn't have that and wrote down, Mammy. Amen. That didn't come fresh off press. Praise God. That's right. Ink ain't even dried on it yet, Jim. Praise the Lord. Whoa, but he set us in a large place. Amen. If you're limited to your space tonight, if you're in a confined area, spiritually speaking, don't you point your finger at me and say you're the reason. Because I ain't going to point my finger at you and say you're the reason. I'll tell you what you do. I'll give you just a few minutes. Go back there in that bathroom or open that door. Stand right there and I'm going to show you exactly who's the reason. Who's at fault. The reason you're where you at. The reason you, if you can't feel God. If you ain't where you can shout. You feel like I'm in a little cell somewhere and I'm always getting in other people's way and they're getting in my way. We're just a pacing back and forth. I tell you what, get to where you can find the place of God. He said, I'll enlarge your habitation. I will make a place for you. Glory to God. 
Amen. Too many people has carried too much blame for other people not getting in too long. <laughs> Amen. That sounded pretty good, didn't it? I don't think I could say it over, but it sounded pretty good. Why is it coming out? Brother Pete, if I come to church tonight and I can't get in, and I, I can't feel nothing, and I just don't, uh, I feel out of place. I feel like, man, I'm in prison while I'm here. Feels like everybody in churches are looking at me and are watching me. And the devil get to working with the mind and says, that right there's one reason you can't get in because so-and-so. Forget it. Forget it. That ain't the reason you can't get in. The reason we don't get in is because we ain't getting over top of it. Hallelujah. Because there is a place fixed for you in the service of the Lord, in the house of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. I will give thee places to walk among these that stand by. Amen. Praise the Lord. Mammy was talking about persecutors. At this point, Mammy, in my life, and believe this or not, you don't, people don't have to. It don't bother me. People like me or don't like me no more. I'd like for them to like me. It don't bother me one bit no more. Used to bother me a whole lot. Don't bother me a bit no more. That's right. You know why? Found a place. <laughs> Amen. I'd love for everybody to love me. And I'd like for a lot of people to like me. But if they don't like me, don't love me. I feel like there's a lot of people does like me and does love me. But if it should ever occur and ever should happen, somebody didn't like me. It don't bother me like it used to bother me. <laughs> Amen. I feel like I've reached a, a rung higher than that, Bobby Dale. That's right. I rest a place higher than that. It used to bother me what I, what I thought other people thought about me. It don't make no difference anymore to me what people think about me. It's what I know that I am. Amen. It's what I know I am. That's right. But if you can just get sometimes, many times, you can come to church and you get on your mind what other people's thinking about you. You not get in. You're not getting a service. You'll confine yourself to a limited amount of space in that church service. That's right. Oh, you may feel a little tickle every now and then. But really to get in the freedom of, of, of a service. Till we get beyond those things. He said, I'll give you, I, I'll give you here. He says, Zechariah 3 and 7. He says, I'll give thee places to walk among these that stand by. Amen. The world can look on. The devil can uh, uh, roar like a lion. He can growl like a bear. He, he can do a lot of things. But he said, I'm going to give you liberty to walk in the midst of all of these. As I said in the scripture, uh, David said, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You remember I told you the story what that meant one time? That was when they run to a, a house and the enemy couldn't get them from the, from the hostess of that house until the hostess got through with them. They had to stand outside the door. It's been a bunch of times the devil stood around outside. He's standing out there right now. He can't get it. He can't get beyond where God let him get. He, he cannot get beyond there. That's right. Because there's a place for you. And there's a place for me. By God. Over here behind him somewhere. Ephesians 1 and 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings. In heavenly places in Christ. Where? In a bunch of sad and lonely and 
No count. Uh, I'll not say tonight, Mammy, we won't suffer heartache. <laughs> Mammy, have you been in a heavenly place tonight? <laughs> Amen. Been in a heavenly place. Could I say it like this? We get by the brook. We get over there where it looks like it ain't nothing can come and feed us. Here comes the raven. God just sends that little raven down and he puts it right there just right. It ain't too hot and it ain't too cold. It ain't like a three bears. <laughs> it's just right. That's right. The water, Jim, ain't lukewarm. The water ain't bitter. But the water is just so sweet and the temperature of it, Mammy, is just right. Because God put us over there in that place. Let me read this last verse. We can find it real quick. Thank you for your patience. John chapter 14. This is our New Testament. We've been preaching old and new and, and everywhere else, I guess, through there. But let's read here what John 14 and verse 1 says. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If, I were, if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place <laughs> for you. Hey, but Pete, he's put a place here for me. But when old death comes, an old carnal body goes back to the dust of the earth from whence it came. He says, after this life, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. Isn't that the good promise of it? What we saying? Stand still, I'm coming by after a while. <laughs> Amen. There's been a bunch of people waiting on the corner for the Lord. They got off the corner. They got somewhere back, somewhere. And when the Lord come by, death caught them. But God didn't get them. Death caught up with them. But he said, when, when uh, I, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there you may be also, and whither I go you know, and the way you know. Tonight I want to leave with you as assurance in my heart and yours. There's a place for you. You may face troubles tomorrow. You may face disappointments. And I wish that it was always so easy to find. But it may take some long hours of prayer. It may take some days of walking the floor. It may take some nights of kneeling by the bed and crying and not hardly know what the morning's going to bring. What is it, Carol, that song says, and night find me wanting? Is that, is that part of a song? I know it is, but I don't know the song. Night shall find me wanting. But if we can just find that place by him, eventually we'll come up with it. Oh, there's been times, Jim, tonight I've come out of that place. God just come by. Boy, it's been a bunch of times I struggled. I mean, I struggled. And I struggled. But I kept standing until after a while he comes by me. Amen. So remember, I will put you, will locate you somewhere. He says, when I passes by, that meant one thing of moving, another stationary. And that which was stationary becomes blessed by the movement of the other. Amen. I'm glad of that tonight. I hope I've said something. I hope God has spoke to you. Maybe, I, maybe something I didn't say, but while I was preaching, I hope God spoke something to you.
in a special way to let you know that there's a place for you in God, somewhere or another in the things of God. Pray much for us. Pray that God would help us and be with us.